재미와 지식의 오디오라이프 팝빵 Bringing you stimulating discussions on current affairs Discover the best of news and current affairs Primetime on TBS EFM So at 5.30 this morning, after 19 hours, which included uh, over 7 hours of testimony and then uh, close to 12 hours of deliberations by the judge, the Seoul High Court uh, ruled in favor of issuing an arrest warrant for Samsung Vice Chairman Lee Jae-yong. This comes on the heels of an earlier failed attempt. Uh, there are some uh, indications now that the special probe feels it has momentum going forward in terms of uh, not only the probe of and allegations of bribery concerning the president, because that is what the link with Samsung is, but also in terms of the impeachment trial uh, going forward at the Constitutional Court uh, with the president. To, to give us some analysis on all this, we're very pleased to have joining us on the line from Joseon Ilbo, Deputy Editor Choi Woo-suk. Hello. Hi, how are you? I'm doing great, sir. Thank you very much for uh, joining us once again. I think uh, when we talked about the uh, prognostications and the predictions. A lot of people felt a bit more, I suppose, um, we, we say 50-50 about whether the judge would rule in favor or uh, not in favor. What do you think was different about this uh, current arrest warrant request uh, from the earlier failed attempt? Well, I guess um, the presidential advisor, An jong note played a significant role in getting the arrest warrant. Um, I do not know uh, how the uh, charges have changed since the last time. But uh, one thing that I'm a bit afraid or worried is that, uh, you know, anyone is innocent until proven guilty. And Hong Jun-pyo was vindicated uh, yesterday after right. all the charges of bribery and so on. And, you know, we're living in a developed society, and I don't know why the prosecutor's office seek uh, Mr. Lee's arrest uh, so desperately. If uh, Mr. Lee gets vindicated after this indictment, uh, it could be detrimental to the prosecutor's office. And I think, uh, uh, you know, maybe this is a a good momentum for the prosecutor's office. But still, uh, I think uh, in a matter of this serious thing, you know, we should be really careful about what we're doing. So I'm I'm a bit, um, you know, worried. We do have to clarify, this wasn't the prosecutor's office, right, that was issuing this arrest warrant. It was the, uh, the special independent yes, uh, yes, counsel. Yes, special independent, right. Yes, it is a special independent counsel. That, their, their, uh, their view the appears to be that they wanted some kind of, I suppose, uh, legal stamp of approval in regards to the bribery allegations being pursued against the president. And they felt if the Seoul High Court had ruled in favor of what they were evaluating with evidence against Lee Jae-yong, it does give them that, as you say, it is innocent until proven guilty, but it does give them the momentum to pursue what they are hoping for is a face-to-face interrogation of the president. No, um, it, it gives the momentum, but I don't think uh, the prosecutors, the special prosecutor's office will seek, uh, you know, face-to-face uh, interrogation on the president because now uh, it believes probably by now so that, that they have already gained the ground to uh, prosecute the president. Uh, I don't know. I don't think the president will agree to face-to-face interrogation either, because uh, she probably senses that it's useless at the moment. And uh, unfortunately, 
all these things are now, uh, we are getting into more uncertainty. Uh, nobody knows what's going to happen. Uh, I don't know how this is going to impact the, uh, the Constitution Court. Uh, so a lot of things will probably in a whirlwind of uncertainties, and it's quite unfortunate for the country. It is unfortunate in, this, in the sense that the, uh, the, the, the corporate head of, of Samsung is um, behind bars, but what about the, uh, the ensuing um, investigations which may not come about because of the lack of time the special probe has with its current term uh, in regards to Lotte, SK, uh, CJ with the uh, other bribery allegations that are leveled against them? Right. Uh, the, the other Jebels, uh, SK, Lotte, they probably hope for um, this whole thing would end with Samsung. Now um, this whole box is open to them again, and they might have to face uh, legal charges on this bribery issue. So they are all in a haywire right now. So I think they'll be scrambling their heads, um, I mean, scratching their heads, trying to figure out, you know, what they need to do next. As you say, and I think um, most of the uh, pundits uh, agree that uh, from the president's perspective, uh, she has really no incentive to come forward with a face-to-face interrogation with the special probe because it really does her no good in terms of uh, going forward with the um, with the uh, criminal investigation. Uh, she might take a hit in terms of publicity, but I suppose that's uh, something that they've already calculated. The question then remains uh, with the investigation and the timing of the constitutional court's ruling on impeachment, it, as we heard with Lee Jung-mi, the acting chief justice, who said that 24th, uh, this month will be the last day they will get into deliberations, barring any other uh, uh, delaying uh, tactics and issue a ruling expected to be by the uh, first or second week of, of March. What do, what do you feel then will happen with the uh, special probe if their mandate runs out and this growing call uh, among the public, but among some politicians as well for an extension of the uh, special probe's term? Well, first of all, I don't think um, uh, the acting president, Hwang Kyo-wan, will issue the, um, the extension of the special probe. So um, most likely it will end by at the end of this month. And I think, you know, the, the special probes uh, will probably try to focus on Samsung, uh, try to get him indicted uh, as planned, and try to get, you know, maybe one or two other uh, people who are involved in this case, like Mr. Wu Byung-moon and so on. So that's the uh, special uh, independent counsel's uh, strategy, probably from now on for the next, you know, two weeks or so. For the president, uh, I think she—I don't know whether she plans to, she wants to delay this constitutional court hearing, but I think, uh, you know, she wants to at least uh, present her case to the court, constitutional court, uh, and try to vindicate herself, um, if it may be. That, that she didn't participate in any of these bribery things. It was her uh, part of a ruling. Uh, she tried to act as a president to set things up in order to you know, provide uh, public good for, for the sports or Korean Hallyu, so-called Hallyu issues, and, and so on. So I, I don't think uh, uh, she's going to just, you know, sort of being, being led into this, into this uh, constitutional court hearing and, and be barred from speaking at the hearing and so on. I think she will probably be more proactive uh, in dealing with this issue from now on. The dilemma uh, with the uh, president wanting to uh, lay her case out personally at the constitutional court, um, besides the timing issue, is that it appears that her defense team 
has indicated that she does not want to go through cross-examination. Is that right? She wants to just put out a statement. And then the concern from the president's side is that if the constitutional court already decides, well, we already have the written statement that you have. If you want to have a statement, you don't really need that extra time for preparation. You can just come out and give a statement personally on the 24th. It, it, It is Probably unlikely she's willing to undergo any cross-examination from either the justices or um, the uh, the National Assembly uh, prosecutorial team, right? Yeah, I think um, uh, there is probably tug of, tug of war between the court and the Presidential Defense Council. Um, we don't know exactly, you know, the deal between them, but uh, we just suspect that the president will probably do as much as she can, you know, not not to delay or anything, you know, but to deliver her side of the story to the public and to the court so that she can be vindicated. Let's also then talk about uh, where the uh, special probe goes from here. If we assume cautiously that their term will end on February 28th and the uh, extension will not be granted and the National Assembly will not be able to try to uh, uh, railroad a an amendment to the special probe to allow the term to continue for an extra 50 days, with Lee Jae-yong um, arrested and in detention, this is uh, is deemed symbolic. It's deemed historic because it's the first time in 79 years that a uh, head of the, specifically the Samsung Group has been arrested and uh, put under detention. Uh, you you did cite the uh, concerns about the economy, and I think it's an int- interesting discussion to have as to um, where the concerns are if Lee Jae-yong is in. Uh, behind bars for an extended period of time, how that would affect Samsung and how that would affect the uh, South Korean economy? Actually, uh, I think it's quite detrimental to the economy because because if he gets arrested and indicted and uh, if he's found guilty of all these charges, then Samsung could be uh, facing uh, criminal charges in the United States for anti-graft law, mm. which would be a quite, you know, would have a detrimental impact on, on Samsung's global activities. And I think uh, for that, I'm not saying that, that we should let, you know, EJ on go or anything. I'm just saying that, you know, we have to take all these things into consideration uh, just because it, it, it has impact on our economy. And I'm, uh, what I like to uh, see is that if he is indeed uh, guilty of certain things or certain activities that he committed in the past, then he should be charged and he should be punished for that matter. But when we are doing it, we have to do it in a very careful manner and we have to do it in a sure, certain manner so that you know, nobody's above the law, but you know, just because he's a big Chebol son or Chebol guy, that he should be scrutinized extra uh, in a sense that, that he's not really uh, you know, deemed for. So that's what I'm just worried about. So it it is a different case then because there has been a counter argument made that, well, one thing that Samsung does very well that everyone agrees is that they attract and hire the the most talented, smartest individuals to help run their operations. And they also point to SK when Che Taewon was behind bars for several years and how SK's fortunes were actually uh, enhanced uh, in terms of their business and profitability. Uh, Hyundai Motors, when Cheong Mangu was behind bars, uh, they didn't seem to be damaged too much. You're saying the difference is because their US, Samsung's U.S. business might take a hit uh, as a result of this. That, that would be a different scenario than what we saw with SK and Hyundai? Uh, this this anti-graft law was enacted uh, not too long ago, and I think uh, 
when when Chong Mongu was behind bars, it has nothing to do with these laws. So uh, when uh, now there is some possibilities that some of the um, legal charges can be brought up in the United States against Samsung, which could be, you know, which could hurt Samsung's global activity. That's what I'm saying. Uh, for for SK, I, I, I think the same thing. It was enacted before uh, after uh, uh, Chetewan's arrest, so that's why he's uh, not really, uh, you know, being affected by this law in the U.S. It is certainly, uh, I suppose, a dramatic day. And as you say, uh, very much uh, the reporting on both sides of the aisle and, of course, the protesters on both sides of the aisle uh, definitely have some strong opinions as to uh, E.J. Young and whether this uh, arrest warrant uh, was appropriate or not. Uh, we are going to have to leave it there. But, Mr. Trez, always a pleasure to have you. Thank you very much for joining us. Well, thank you very much.